I'm Jay Pitts, a real estate broker, agent, leader, and investor. For the last decade, I've navigated the craziest of real estate markets this country has ever seen, selling over 2,000 homes, moving in and out of markets, always ahead of the curve. And now I'm bringing that perspective to you. This is your resource, and Real Talk About Real Estate starts right now. What's up, everybody? Welcome back to Resource Real Talk about Real Estate. I'm Gabe Pruitt, and I'm Jay Pitts. Jay, it's good to be back. It's back. It's been a bit. It's been a little while. Been a little bit. Well, you and I have both been busy on a very exciting new endeavor that we want to tell you guys about, but you're gonna have to wait until the end of the episode to hear more about that. So, yes, yes, remain on the edge of your seat. But today we are back with our traditional fair here at Resource Real Talk about Real Estate, and we decided today would be a good day to talk about a tool that we've been using within our organization for a long time. Uh, and I think we've alluded to it a few times, but we haven't got to really talk about it in depth on the show. And at a company meeting we had recently, uh, we talked about how this particular tool is useful not only on listing appointments or with buyers that we work with, but also within our own team and the organization of our team. Uh, so what we're going to be talking about today is something called the DISC profile. Jay, do you want to kind of introduce what the DISC profile is and how we use it? Well, yeah. I mean, it's a it's a personality profile. Okay. I mean, there there's lots of different types. I mean, I think some of you may be, some of our listeners may be familiar with the Myers Briggs, right. or you know, the eight. There's there's eight million different types. But the disc um, is my preferred. Okay. Um, I, I think there's a reason for that. It, it's, um. You know, it's it's kind of it's it, I don't know. It's more black and white than most. There's there's less interpretation. Um, it, it puts people into four clearly defined roles. Okay. Um, the interpretation and understanding of the results is still very subjective. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's very clear. Right. You know, like the. I always want to say the NSFW on the Myers Briggs <laughs> or whatever, but it's it's like the ENTJ, which is not ENFJ. That's what I ENFJ, ENTJs, and all that. Sure. Like that that stuff doesn't make a whole lot of sense to me. Yeah, um, you know what order they come in, you know, has effect. I, I mean, th- look, I think that there's Myers Briggs is certainly has value. It's just I don't know. The discs has always seemed very linear and mm-hmm. very, you know, usable. Now, and to be clear, too, DISC is not real estate specific, right? No, absolutely not. Absolutely not. It, I mean, it I mean, it, it could apply to, I, I think, honestly, like Jen and I in our personal life have learned a lot about each other by reviewing persona- personality profiles. It's helped our relationship to yeah. know who and what we're dealing with. Another thing that's interesting about the DISC, especially when you compare it to these other personality profiles, is that it doesn't just give you one type and it says you are this, right? It tells you this is your normal this is your normal profile, and then this is what your profile looks like when you're under pressure. Is that am I kind of right? In saying yeah, that? no, absolutely. There's a there's a natural and an adaptive state. Yeah, um, that is usually you know accounted accounted for within the disc you know assessment. And basically, what it what it really says is that you have a natural state where you get a number from one to a hundred okay. in each of the four DISC and those you know specific you know, um, profiles, if you, each will. one's an attribute, right? Each one is or a group of attributes. Um, but you get a score from one to a hundred. And so you have a natural state for each of those four attributes 
uh, or groups of attributes. And then you have an adaptive state. And the adaptive state is essentially how you react when you know you're being observed. Okay. Which is similar to the way you would react under stress. Okay, yeah. So. When, you're, when you know you're performing and someone's, someone's, I guess, evaluating you. Yeah, I mean, that, that, that mimics the state under pressure. Yeah. You know, so stress, what is it? Just nothing but pressure. Right. So we can use this a lot of different ways. How hard is it to figure out what your score is? I mean, this is just a test that you take, right? Yeah, I mean, it takes about 15 minutes. Okay. There, yeah. There's a number of free ones online. Um, you know, we have a specific provider. It's actually a piece of recruiting software that we use for different um, hires that we make, both staff and agent. Right. Uh, within our brokerage that we use that that administers the disk profile and it actually does some evaluate i don't always agree with their evaluation but um it, you know they this piece of software does evaluation and it jars if you will like like mason jars yeah like imagine like a, a role being a jar and if you fit in that jar then you're a good fit for that role gotcha okay. so it kind of jars people for certain roles but um, so right away, there's a clear application for when you're hiring someone for your team. You it can says, have them take this test. It and, says this person would be good at representing buyers. This person would be good at representing sellers based on the skill sets that they assume to be effective when working with those particular clients. It says this person would be a better ISA or executive assistant or sure. marketing director or team lead or sales leader or, or independent or independent agent. Yeah, you know, which which can kind of be, you know, I guess it can kind of be put in, they can be put in kind of uh, groupings, if you will, like, you know, like, uh, for example, and I don't want to get into like the weeds on assessing what each individual group of attributes are, but your D for, for example, D's tend to be better at working with sellers. Okay. Okay. Um, high D would also indicate that someone would want to be more independent or a leader type. Or that you know, some people would call that a type A personality. Okay, you know that person would also be good at calling expired leads. Sure, right, because of the resistance and the natural their ability to handle natural resistance and conflict with a little bit more force. Yeah. Okay. Whereas a buyer's representative, uh, someone that excels at showing buyers properties, would be more of an I, mm -hmm. which is a more social personality. You know, someone that you know thrives on performance right and yeah. and the act of interpersonal communication so let's let's not spend too much time like you said over over analyzing what all traits fall into these four categories but what do the four categories stand for just so we have some from reference here well i mean that's that you know there uh, some people would say that they have um a specific word mm -hmm. that um it's more of an acronym so to speak but it's really not okay um it, it's it's um, th there are a number of words that fall within each one of the four, each categories. one of the four categories that you could use to describe them. Right. Mm -hmm. So for example, um, you know, the D some people would call a director or a driver, um, driver is probably decisive, the most decisive yeah. is, is another category that, you know, all, all the, the adjectives that may be used to to describe one's personality, do, don't have to start with the letter D. Okay. Right. Right. But 
Um, this is a driving type A personality. That's yeah. what a D is. Okay, so I would most of the time call it a driver. The I is an interrelator or a um, you know someone that is very social and you know thrives through interpersonal communication. Yeah. Okay. Um, the S would be some would call a submissive or a stability or a stable sort of personality. Sure. Okay. Um, that person tends to appreciate very clear guidelines, mm-hmm. um, very clear frameworks. Staying on the tracks. Yeah. Staying on the tracks. Stable and steady as she goes. Secure, right? yeah. Just secure is another good one. S- safe and secure. Yeah. Um, they tend to like team environments. Mm-hmm. Um, task work. Task work. Deadlines. Deadlines. All of that, right? Constraints. Yeah. They find comfort in constraints. Whereas if you back up to the D, the D wants no constraints. Sure. The okay. D wants to destroy your constraints. Okay. Okay. <laughs> um, and then you go into the C, which most people would say stands for compliance. Um, compliance is very big in detail orientation. Um, you know, you can imagine the professions that C, high C's excel in like accountants, hmm, okay. um, actuaries, engineers. We, our friend, um, our friend Joe Hayden that was on okay. the yeah. podcast on, on resource, you know, a month, two months ago, um, and sat here and recorded with us. I think everyone would understand when I say that he has been a sound engineer, yep. a pilot, yep. an SEO expert, yeah, like that is a. These are fine-tuned detail, very zeroed in, minute, focused yeah. above the shoulders, like high intensity number crunchers, yeah. number crunching kind of attention to detail tasks. Okay, so Joe would probably because of the leadership role that we know he has assumed is probably a DC. Yep, which is a common combination. Okay, so there's combinations too. Absolutely, most people have. Um, most people have two. Like a primary and a secondary. They have almost. a primary and a secondary. And then um, fewer have a third prominent. Almost no one has four okay. very substantial scores. Um, we would call we would call that what's called a flat disc. Um, okay. but but a flat disc is also something that um, you can see with four rather moderate or four lower numbers. Um, but typically two fall in the upper two quartiles. Okay. Right? The the fifty to seventy-five, seventy-five to a hundred, um, and two fall below. Okay. Okay. And and it's not necessarily like one's in the upper, one's in the third, one's in the second, one's one's in the fourth. It's it's not that evenly distributed. It's not always that simple. But almost always you'll find two in the upper. Two in the upper 50% and two in the lower 50%. Okay. So before we do the next thing I want to do, let's recap real quick. So you've got your four categories. You have your driver. You have your kind of interpersonal, your personality kind of person. You have your detail-oriented person. And then you have your stability systems. Right. You know, punch this, deadline type of person. Absolutely. And it's not like it's not like you're 100 or zero. You fall on a 1 to 100 scale. And it's not necessarily a low number is bad. It just means that you excel in one area and the other one is not your strength. It's not where you should be applied. Well, it's yeah, it's no right or wrong. It's it's like um, it's like telling somebody their personality is wrong. Right. Like but there's there's nothing wrong. There are jobs, there are roles, there are responsibilities that tap into each and every one of those strengths. Sure. 
You know, I mean, some people, you know, what people value is not for us to determine, right? Like there are some people that are absolutely and completely and utterly freaked out by the amount of risk that I have to take to be in business every day. Sure. Yeah. Okay. And that person wants nothing less than to be me. Like, I, I mean, I think the the entrepreneur, the, the leader, the, the quarterback on the football team, like people like that get glory, but it comes at a cost, right? Like yeah. th- there's, there's a lot of times the people that are very, very, very happy operating within a well-oiled machine of a team. Yeah, absolutely. In any endeavor in their life. Well, to, to add another layer of context here, I don't think any of our listeners are going to have a real challenge doing this. But just, just for kicks, if they had to guess, I'm sure that they could say what your profile looks like. But just, just in brief, what does your profile look like? What does your disc profile look like in numbers? So I am a 99D. Out of 100. Okay. Out of 100. Okay. Um, Shocker. Yeah. 99D. Okay. Uh, anyway, I'm about a 72, 73I. Okay. So I'm a pretty social yep. person. Um, These sound like your top two so far. Those are my top two. I am about, uh, I'm like S is like a 10. Okay. At the yeah, bottom. At the very bottom. And and like, I think that's like probably, that's probably too high. To be okay. Quite okay. Um, and I'm about a 55C. Okay. So you know just just to look at that so your common your common combinations are di mm-hmm. dc okay okay is sc yep that makes sense okay you wouldn't really see d and s together they're almost no offsets. ds no ic okay very rarely okay that makes sense and if you catch like if you catch one it's it's they're usually more moderate it's like someone who so anyone that has similar d's and s's or similar i's and c's mm-hmm. are typically moderate scores like they're in the 50s and 60s on all three gotcha. on, okay. on three of the four and then the fourth one is really low. there's not a real standout one there's though. no there's no a standout one so you're not going to be like a, a 50d a 99i um you know, a 50 C, a 50 S and a 50 C like that's just, that's not going to happen. Yeah. You're going to have a, a D high I or a moderate D high I moderate S low C because the three first ones combined aren't really, really compatible. Aren't going to com- be compatible with the, with the fourth. Sure. So you're, you're falling into this kind of charismatic leader that wants to go out and do and is not really concerned with figuring out the details right now it's the well the details i'm okay with right i'm, I'm okay like details don't stop but me. you're not looking for constraints like you said i don't disregard the detail yeah okay i recognize the need for the detail mm-hmm. it's not going to stop me it's not going to it's not going to overrule my d or my i yeah but you're not, willing to delegate the detail work. It sounds exa- like I am. I am willing to delegate it. That's taken some. That's taken some work. Sure. But I'm willing to delegate it. I'm not going to completely disregard it the way a lot of eyes would. Okay. The eye will disregard. Like you know, salespeople on our team right now that could sell ice to Eskimos, but couldn't figure out where to make them sign the contract. <laughs> right. Okay. Right. And yeah. if they remembered to get them to sign the contract, they'd lose it before they got back to the office. Sure. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Like that's that that's the dynamic we're dealing with here. So that's not me. I remember the contract. I get the stuff signed right. I do the right thing. But if it if it means that I have to forego a big idea or execution, mm-hmm. I'll delegate. Gotcha. Okay. 
and, and, and that's a learned skill as well. Yeah, that makes sense. So for me, just in contrast, we won't spend a lot of time on me, but I'm like a 25 to a 30 on D, okay, okay. compared to your 99. And then in contrast to that, I'm like a 90 on I. So I'm definitely a very high I, I and a low D. And then, like you said, the other ones are kind of middle of the road, lower. My C is probably like a, uh, or not my C, I'm sorry, S, stability, security. That's probably like in the 40s, almost to 50. And then C is pretty low too, also like a 30-ish. Okay. So what that would tell me, um, you know, Gabe, is, and it's been a while since I reviewed yours, but um, absolutely social. Mm-hmm. Okay, absolutely thrive in a in a social environment. Um, you you want to have that dynamic created for you to operate within. You're going to search out a pre existing construct. Sure. Okay, so you're not going to go create the situation for you to thrive socially in. Yeah. You're going to identify it and 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 align and occupy it. Yeah. And occupy it. Okay. And and you're probably capable of following the way. The mm-hmm. quote air quotes the way of doing things, and you're 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 capable of minding the details. They're not going to be your first and foremost. Like you're going to try to um, relate your way to success. Sure, right? Which 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 is so funny to t- sit here and talk about this because this is exactly what you do for our team. True. Yeah. You know, not only sitting here talking to me, right, for thousands of people to listen to. Yeah. Okay, but to go out and operate as an inside sales associate for our team, talking to prospective clients and moving the ball down the field. Yeah. And it just speaks to, and that's how we determined that this would be the right place for me to work. And this is how I determined that I would enjoy doing this is because we use the disc profile within right. our team. It's right. something that we did on purpose, but you're not going to go found a company of ISAs. No, I don't think so. Necessarily. Especially no, because maybe, maybe my adaptive not. style, we talked about the adaptive style. My D goes from like a 30 to almost like a zero. It disappears. Okay. And I completely, and my S goes all the way up. So that stability. Absolutely. It's all, and the I stays the same, but under in my adaptive style, I look for instruction. So I'm looking yeah. for direction and then I just execute it. That's yeah. what it is. It's Absolutely. not an entrepreneurial kind of thing. Huh. Do you know your adaptive style at all? What's yours? Do well, you, know? you can't go any higher from 90. You go from 99 to 100? <laughs> no, I am, I'm the 99. Okay. So the, the funny thing um, is the last, I, I took it here recently and it was slightly different, but the one I was operating on from a while back all of you're going to laugh at this. My adaptive is still 99 on D mm-hmm. and my S was already a 10. My I and my C went to 10. On wow. Adaptive. So like everything else shut down so you could focus on. Yeah. It's like, get out of my way and I'm going to run you over my personality. <laughs> it's like literally like we, yeah, I don't want to talk to you. Stress me out. I don't want to talk. I'm just going to run you over. Yep. Like, Do bull, bulldoze. Yeah. And it, it's, um, that is true of my personality, mm-hmm. unfortunately. Okay. So, um, you know, I've spoken about it to the team a lot. Like I've been in, in appointments where, um, you know, I feed off a certain type of energy based on one of the clients, you know, the husband's a type a, um, or the wife for that matter. But the, the time I'm thinking about specifically that sticks with me is the husband was a type a and yeah. he challenged me. Mm-hmm. He's up in your grill. Yeah. He's, he, he's in my grill figuratively in the appointment. And I'm like, I'm like tackling him with facts, mm-hmm. right? And I'm like overcoming objections. You're not going to back down to this guy. Right? No, 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 no. He wants me to be what I'm being. Sure. But I forget to listen mm. and hear. So you wife. adapt to go full horns mode with this guy. Boom. And, and, I went, in. and I win him. And then I leave the appointment. Thinking you smoked it. Thinking I crushed it. Yeah. And 
And I have no doubt I know how that conversation went because I didn't get the business. I, I think she took one look at him and said, well, yeah, you liked him, but he didn't listen to me. Hmm. He didn't care. So this is the... And we know who wins that interaction uh, that's within a relationship. Sure. And it doesn't, it's not a man-woman thing. Yeah. It's, it's like the... Well, when one person's dissatisfied... Well, okay, so, the, so let's go back to the disc. Opposites attract yeah. when it comes to the disc. Usually, usually couples, relationships share one trait, okay, and they completely repel their secondary. Mm-hmm. Interesting. Okay, so look at this. So Jen and I, I am a DI. She is a DC. Her C wants no part of my I. Mm-hmm. You follow me? Yep. But we can relate on the D. Yep. In fact, when we argue, it's the D that's arguing. Yep. Okay? But let me tell you, my I makes her C run for cover. And, and, and vice versa. When she crushes me with details, I'm like eyes glazed. Yeah. Right? I can handle hers a little better than she can handle mine because she is no C, no, no I. That's interesting. None. I think Kate, my wife, is probably, she's probably middle of the road on D, but she's definitely high S and high C. She's detail-oriented. She's a numbers person. She's a facts, figures, analytical type. And I would probably be lower at the service of more D. So we probably have, we probably have S in common. And then she has D where I have I probably. Yeah. If I had to guess. I might no, make her take it. I'm probably no, gonna make her take it when no, I No, you should. You really should. And it, it's 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 a fascinating thing. Yeah. I tell you another thing that you should take is the five love languages quiz. Yep, done that one. That's that interesting. One, that one's awesome. Yeah. Um totally different thing, but for a relationship that's really yeah, it provides some like really that. interesting talking points. Mm-hmm. Like you're like, wow, really? They do one for kids too. Like you can do like your five for languages parenting? for your yeah, for your like parents to their kids too. It's I'm interesting. Gonna do, I'm gonna have to do that. It's very cool. How do you rely upon what a five year or six year old like answers. I don't know. I feel like they probably like change every day. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) Like his favorite color was blue yesterday and today it's red. (laughs) Anyway, I I don't mean to poo poo the either way. Let me backtrack with you for a second, because when you were talking about that listing appointment, it was a perfect segue into what I want to talk about next. At the beginning of the episode, when we began, I talked about how we use this in appointments uh, to help us win more listing appointments and uh, win Mm -hmm. more buyers in consultations. But we're not having these. We're not having our prospective clients take the test before we go meet them. I mean, that's not that's not how this works. So, how do you take this test that takes fifteen minutes to take just to figure out what your profile is? If we're not having our clients do that, how are we able to assess our clients and use what we know about ourselves to win in these situations? You you mentioned that you very quickly locked into what the guy at the table was like because you guys had something in common, but you were missing out on the other person. So how do you make that happen less? Well, that's a rookie mistake. Number one, okay. that was a long time ago and it was a rookie mistake and I, I wouldn't do that today. Sure. Um, you know, I, I think, I think you just need to understand and, and we kind of go back to maybe our influence conversation with Bill pipes. Mm-hmm. Um, you understand some basic human psychology, a little mirror and matching, a yeah. little mirror and match, a little bit of all that. Right. But, but Gabe, you know, here's, here's what I'll tell you. There are markers, okay? Th- that's why I think the disc is so powerful because it does, unfortunate, fortunately or unfortunately, give you the understanding to make some broad sweeping generalizations. Yeah. Um, as long as you understand that these are broad sweeping and you don't make specific 
like laser focused decisions based on the assumptions. You just met these people. You have really no choice but to make some sweeping yeah. judgments. And it doesn't have to be so heavy handed like you sit at the table and you say, Well, Mrs. Seller, since I can tell that you're a high C, no, I think that you should know. It's not about labeling. It's no. about giving you the best chance to communicate effectively. Mm-hmm. So if I understand, it, it, okay, if I'm talking to someone, right, and I'm going into something in a moderate amount of depth. Okay, mm-hmm. of, of explanation. And I find the body language, they're leaning in, they're nodding their head, they're hanging on every word. Yep. That, eye contact. Eye contact. Okay. And then I go a little further on detail and they're and they're they're even more in that posture. And they're taking notes. <laughs> and they're taking notes, or they have they have a uh, binder they prepared. Have, they were they ready. Have a computer with a spreadsheet queued up. Yeah. You know, what do you I mean, think they are? A, they're a C. Yeah. And I'm gonna keep leaning into that. Mm-hmm. But I can't go so far that when to my left is the spouse mm-hmm. who is kicked back in their chair, arms folded, closed off, daydreaming, looking in the sky while we're having this brotherly love moment over here right sure. on on the detail orientation nerdiness mm-hmm. right and and the free-spirited eye mm-hmm. is over here daydreaming about you know the next the next house or what whatever so let's talk about how do you pivot because i'm a high eye so i know exactly what i would do in this situation because i would be the one sitting in the chair while you go over details and what your transaction coordinator is doing behind the scenes and and my significant other is drooling while you talk about contracts and all this different stuff i would be like most of the time so what do you do to win over the person that's i you have to shift to them and where do you go you you don't talk about deadlines you don't talk about contracts but you talk about what it's going to feel like to be in their new home or what they're looking for what levity Mm -hmm. helps a lot so when you are going into detail about something that you think maybe someone is not necessarily appreciative of yeah the simple recognition that they may not be into it is goes speaks volumes so i'm talking to the c like we said before right and we're going into all the detail and the eyes over here daydreaming and i catch it I mean, it's about awareness number one and then sure. out, of, out of my peripheral i catch the body language i turn to the eye and i say you know what I know that this probably doesn't excite you. Yeah. Okay. This is really detailed stuff, but you need to know. Okay. You need to know that when you hire me, I pay attention to the detail. Yeah. Okay. And I know you feel like this is a good fit. Okay. So we can leave it there. Some some assumptive language. There. Do you follow what I'm? <laughs> yeah. You you see where I'm going, right? You feel. You feel. You know. I'll take care of this part for you that doesn't really apply. I've to given you. you enough attention over here, Gabe, like mm-hmm. the detail person, that I can switch my language patterns to invoke the trust and the feeling and the way that the person operates over on this side. So it's not so much that there's a secret disc language that you need to master with these people. So much as it is, you just need to be aware of who you're talking to and what kind of language they need to receive from you. Absolutely. In order to get that trust. Absolutely. I mean, you have to show the detail person enough detail Mm -hmm. to earn their trust. You have to show the, 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 you know, artist, the, the, you know, the talker, the vision person, the vision person, you have to show them enough love and enough vision Mm -hmm. 
to gain their trust. You have to show, I don't even want to say what you have to show the, the, the high D. <laughs> Gu- we'll say guts. You have to show yeah. them enough guts. You know what I was going to say. Sure. <laughs> you, you have to show them enough guts that, that you have enough guts that you can be their person. Mm-hmm. Okay. The, the backbone. S, the, the backbone. The S personality, you have to show them that. The system. Y- you, ca- you care. Yeah. Right? You care. That's what an S cares about. Sure. Yeah. Caring. They want to know that they're in the right hands, that they're. Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. That makes sense. Okay. To me. You, it's, 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 it's backbone. It's detail orientation on the, on the two ends of the spectrum in the center and the IS it's, it, they're, they're a little more closely related, but it's, it's usually feeling and safety. Okay. You know, caring. Yeah. Caring and safety kind of go hand in hand. So really, there's a lot of applications for the DISC then. We've already talked about how to use it at home. We've talked about how to use it within your place of employment. If you're a team leader, how to organize your team. And then now you can also use it in sales to make sure that you're reaching people. Well, we we went back to NLP. We talked a little bit about our conversation with Bill Pipes. I mean, it plays a role. Like, you don't know what to say unless you know who you're saying it to. Yeah. That's a good point. So the disc profile is very helpful in any personality type. You know, I, I know a lot of people that operate under, um, you know, uh, some other different, um, you know, adjectives, if you will. They call them amiables, expressives. Mm-hmm. Um, that's the I-S. Yeah. So, so amiable being the S, expressive. This being is another the four I. quadrant example. It's another so four quadrant example. It's, it's, basic, it's basically, the, no, no, no. The other two is is same. It's director and compliance. Oh, okay, yeah. So director or driver and compliance. Amiable and expressive is a good way to put it because the I is very expressive. Mm-hmm. Um, and the S is very amiable. Yeah. You know, um, just playing into those. You know, you know, the important thing to understand is that everybody has a score for all four. Yeah. So everyone has all four characteristics inside their own personality. Mm-hmm. It's just a matter of how much of it shows. Yeah. And what's interesting too, and you'll see, depending on where you take the test, like you said, there's other places to take it. But at least in the in the printout that we got when we finished this test, it's interesting. It's not like we said it's zero to 100. It's not like if you score a zero in one of these, it means that you just have no attributes to speak of. It shows it like a sliding scale. Like you've got like towards yeah. 100 and you know, 80, 90, and 100 are these words. But there's, you know, very clear attributes that are that are attributed to people that are in like zero, tens, and twenties. It's not like you just have nothing. No, if you I have agree. a zero D, you have a very clear. There's something that communicates something very clear. I agree. Um, I think, I think it is important to understand that everybody possesses all these qualities. Mm-hmm. You know, I don't have a whole lot of amiable in me. Okay, but there are times in my life where I'm amiable. Mm-hmm. You know, those those the, those things come out. Yeah. So really, I mean, it's, it's just a matter of understanding where you are in your life, in your business, where, wh- how the outside world is affecting you, whether it be from stress or heightened sense of awareness based on, you know, the task you're trying to complete or whatever it is. Yeah. How does that play a role in changing your natural state? It's interesting. And I was gonna, I was gonna ask you, what do you think is more important, knowing how to analyze other people's profile or knowing your own? But it sounds like it's honestly a combination of both. It is a combination of both. I think, I think it's probably more important to understand your own. Yeah, and that's just simply because, um, that's just simply because knowing yourself and how you're being received, Mm -hmm. knowing the signal you're giving, knowing the signal you're giving off. I mean, you are the constant and you are the control. Yeah, right. So. 
um, your control can changing the control can change the response yeah. from from the other party, right? You can understand someone and know better, but I, I think know better how to how to personally, you know, interact with a person. But you're, it's still based on assumptions. Yeah. Can you think of one example before we before we wrap up? Can you think of an example where having a keen awareness of how the disc profile works saved a deal for you or saved you getting a listing? We talked about the one where you missed because of the rookie mistake because you weren't tapped in. Is there a is there a after story of where you were locked in and you were able to save something because oh, of Oh, I can tell you absolutely um I have gotten listings because I've known the disc profile of the agent I'm competing with. Oh, that's interesting. Not, not expressly, right? I didn't see a report, but I like, I know the person well enough to know what they are. And so, how you they know, if Joe it. Smith went before you and once you start to figure out who Mr. And Mrs. Seller, or what they're like, and you know, probably what Joe Smith presented to them. I saw the opportunity that Joe Smith had to alienate their personality type. Hmm. And I played to it. That's like next and level. It, and it's, and it's, and I do it all the time. That's I do it ruthless. all the time. It is ruthless, but... But does it work? It does. There you go. It does. And, and you know, I mean, I do use it in negotiation with agents a lot. Mm-hmm. Agents are usually pretty easy to peg. Yeah. There's just a couple of types that what, are... Where do you think most agents land? I'm sure that agents IS. has a profession. Yeah, there IS. you go. IS. IS. Because, I mean, you talk lawyers and accountants, they're probably high C. And you talk about entrepreneurs are probably high D. But agents are... I bl- Lawyer, I lawyers or DI, sure. lawyers or DIs. Okay, most cases, trial lawyer, trial arguing lawyers. Yeah, Tri- trial lawyers, lawyers. I can't say that word. <laughs> Law- yeah. Lawyer. There you go. Um, they're they're DIs. Um, entrepreneurial types. You know, in the tech space, they're DCs. Mm-hmm. You know, they're detail people. They're programmers. They're this. They're that. Um, you know, IS is prototypical sales. Yeah. You know, um, not every salesperson is meant to go out and create a business of their own. Sure. You know, business owners are, you know, DIDC. Yep. I see that. Um, you know, the greatest executive assistants in the world are flat ISC discs. Mm-hmm. You know, that kind of thing. Jack of all trades. Yeah, this is a rabbit hole you can get deep down. I can, down go, I can th- go way down this hole. I can think of almost any profession and you can analyze it. That's what makes it so interesting, though. Yeah. Well... Before, you know, we're getting ready to finish up here, but I'll make sure to leave a link to the disc profile or at least somewhere where you can read about it and learn more about it if it's something that you want to try to employ in your business. It'll be in the show notes. But uh, is there anything else that you think people really need to know about the disc profile before they get out of here? No, I mean, I think you need to go take your own. Yep. I think you should encourage your spouse. It's an enlightening your spouse or significant other. I think it's an enlightening exercise to go through. Mm -hmm. Um, I think if you have a team um, or employees, um, or you are an employee, you should, the people you interact with daily, it can be very, very helpful to know yep. where they stand. Cool. Okay. Definitely. That's- well, that's about all the time we got for today. But before we go, I want to mention one thing that we talked about at the beginning. We've been working on a new project here. We're very excited to roll out. It's coming very soon. It's almost here, but we think it's time to let you guys know. A lot of our listeners know that we're based here in Louisville, Kentucky. Uh, and a lot of our listeners are from here in Louisville, too, and have been looking for us to offer up a lot of this similar similar content to what we do here at Resource for people in the real estate community, uh, but something specific for our hometown crew here in Louisville that want to hear you know, from more real estate people, but also just influencers in our city, people that are entrepreneurs that are wildly successful, people that uh, are, are you know, thought 
people that move the needle in all kinds of different industries, as I guess is what I'm trying to say. And so we are actually going to be starting a new podcast that's coming here really soon that's going to be alongside Resource, Real Talk mm-hmm. About Real Estate. So we're not going anywhere. Uh, but for our local crowd, and it's going to be called Resource Louisville. Uh, and we're really excited about it. We don't want to give away too many details yet because it's going to be dropping very soon. But before long, you'll be able to hear some of the guests that we have lined up to talk to, uh, some of the really incredible things that we're going to be uncovering on the show as you get an insider perspective at the inner workings of the minds of some of these people that you know by name, for sure. Uh, so we're really excited about that coming. Is there anything you want to say about it before? No, I just, I, I, we appreciate all the support that we've gotten. And like Gabe said, we have no intention of going anywhere. Real talk about real estate is important to us. Yeah, Our, our agent listeners, broker listeners, real estate industry folks that follow this show have been instrumental to our success. We really appreciate that. Um, but those of you that, you know, like our show, but you know, you're not in the real estate space and you'd like to hear a little bit more broad perspective on what success looks like. And maybe even someone local that you can, you know, connect with someone that you can consume their product or service that you can see, you know, ways that they have, you know, ways and means that they've employed to build their own brands and their own businesses and their own, you know, kind of passion projects to something really substantial. And then you can take those real, like kind of strategic kind of, you know, tactics and implement them Yeah, in your life, in your business, in your passion project. That's what we really want resource Louisville to be about. And something else, man, we, Gabe and I just, we started looking when we had the idea there's just so many interesting people in our city. No kidding. That's what I'm most psyched about. We've got some serious movers and shakers to talk to that I think people are going to be people are going to be blown away by some of the things they have to say. Absolutely. Sure. And this could be something, you know, from th- these these guests will, could range from Fortune 500 CEOs to, you know, solopreneur, you know, that has, you know, a million hits on their YouTube channel mm-hmm. and they're literally, you know, s- selling products via unconventional means that have led to a financial freedom that most people can't even you know just can't even fathom so you know there there will be no absolute kind of avatar of our guests the only thing that is required is that they be interesting there you go i like that so that's, that's that's what i got to say sweet well make sure to be on the lookout if you're already subscribed to resource you're going to be one of the first ones to know as soon as resource level drops if you're not you need to do that you need to do it right now make sure to subscribe to resource because like i said there's gonna be more content coming out in the future uh but we want to make sure you're one of the first ones to know when resource global goes live other than that that's all we got for today you are listening to resource real talk about real estate we'll see you guys next time see ya